Hello everybody and once again welcome home to me. This is my home office where I do my work, preparation and planning for the church and uh, welcome to the leadership podcast that uh, we launched not so long time ago. This is actually the third edition that we do. And um, I just today I just want to to close the subject that I've been speaking on during the two first editions. And uh, I started the first time to speak about the main drive of a pastor, of a leader, and that needs to be the same thing as it was in the heart of Christ and the salvation of the world. That was the main focus in the life of Jesus. He died so people could be saved, uh, saved eternally, be with God in heaven. And uh, whatever we do, because we do a lot of things, this must be like if the force also that moves us and inspires us, something that that we always keep on uh, keep on uh, f- that keeps on flowing in the church, and it's a love for the sinners and the desire to bring up the gospel. I believe that's a that's a sign of a healthy church, a church that uh, stops thinking about evangelization and just start to care about internal life. Will soon become, uh, I believe, unsound, but the internal life will be sound and effective, growing and blessed if we also keep the eyes on the world outside and understand how God loves every person, how he wants every person to to be saved. And I believe that you and I as leaders, we need to be like Christ. We need to have the mentality of Christ, have the heart of Christ. And if we're going to be like Christ, then we must also have the compassion for the world and the faith that the harvest is great. So, uh, and uh, so I want to want to close this today by sharing with you. Last last time I spoke about the word harvest, the word that Jesus uh, is using when he speaks about the world. And I want to speak about another word that also Jesus used many times, and that's the word word light. Uh, and he uh, he uh, said like this in Matthew chapter fourteen and fifteen, uh, Matthew five verse fourteen and uh, fifteen. Uh, he said, you are the light of the world. A city uh, that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand that it gives light to all who are in the house. The word light is very familiar to Christ. He spoke about himself as the light of the world very, very strongly. But here he says to you and me, he says, you are the light of the world. And then, of course, uh, we need to think like this. I like love to read the Bible this way, thinking, okay, if you use the word light, why did you do that? If you use the word harvest, what did he mean with that? Uh, and also light. So, so what is light? Well, light shows the way. That's what light does. If it if we turned off all the light here, we wouldn't see, you wouldn't see me and I wouldn't find my way here in this room where I am. And that's what light, light does. Light shows this is the way that you need to go. It brings clarity, understanding so that people can end up in the, in the right place. And um, when Jesus says, you are the light of the world, he means that we are the one that's going to show people the way to God. And um, uh, there is a, uh, there's not a question, you know, do we have a light or not? We have the light. If you have Christ, we have the light. Every, every Christian has the light. We have the Holy Spirit. Uh, we have the love of God in our hearts. Uh, there are gifts 
talents, abilities given to us by God, whether we recognize it or not, the gifts are there, that the talents are there. Uh, the, the question is, uh, how much do I recognize this? And this, I believe, is a very important task for a leader, is to make a person understand what he has, what has been given to him, and that he can use this really to bring the love of God to the people of this world. Um, because something that I believe you have discovered also that many people are intimidated. They think, well, what can I do? Who am I? What do I have? It's, a, it's more common that people struggle with that. And then they think, you know, I'm going to save the world alone. That can also be a problem, but it's a more rare problem in the church. It's more often that people, they feel intimidated and uh, feel that they know that they struggle with sin. They know they have weakness in their life. And therefore they think that God can't really use them so much. And you and I as leaders, we have to make every person understand. Jesus said, you are the light. He said, already, you just need to understand it. And, and if you can bring this to people, I believe also we can uh, release the, the growth that we need in the church, the desire and the joy to be a witness for Christ, the joy of being a fisher of men and the confidence that actually whoever, whoever I am, I can be a vessel in the hand of God. I can be a light. I can show the way to other people. This is a very, very important task for every pastor and for every church. So, I just want to bring your attention to these things, that, that light can basically be two things. At least, I, I believe that. Uh, it can be something that we all have, and it can be something that is special for my life. And uh, let me say a little about that. Uh, uh, and in the way, this is what, what I want to give to the people of the church. The, the, there's one kind of light, and that's the light that we all have, that we all share together. Uh, the goodness from God, the love from God, the compassion for other people. Uh, this is something that uh, doesn't matter who we are. It is for every one of us. And uh, when Jesus said in, in verse 16 here, he said that, uh, let your light so shine before men that they may see what? That they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So here he didn't speak specifically about preaching the gospel or, or sharing Christ. He speaks about good works. And uh, that's a very important part of what evangelization really is, is to make people understand that you need to be good. <laughs> you, need to be, you need to be a good man. You need to be a good woman in this world. And your goodness, your good work, your, your kindness, your love will be a light that will lead people to God. Because this is something we all can be. Maybe not everybody is ready to raise their voice on the square and say, listen to me, I want to share the gospel with, with you. But everybody can be good. Uh, when, we, when we were saved, we, re we received um, a new nature, we received the Holy Spirit, and, um, it's, uh, and uh, when the Jesus, for example, in Luke, the, the, the sixth chapter, he speaks about, let, let, let's read that together. He, uh, this is one of the really, really, what, what I say, fundamental uh, truths about Jesus, uh, about the teaching of, of Christ. When he speaks about um, 
uh, that uh, there are a lot of kind people in this world. A lot of people, they do good to their friends and they are kind to their friends. But Jesus, he says, you are more than that. But you, in verse 35, love your enemies, do good and lend, hoping for nothing in return and your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High for he is kind to the unthankful and evil. And therefore be merciful just as your father is merciful. So what Jesus is saying, I need to be more than those who don't know God. Uh, to be kind as other people is kind is not enough. Then I am not a light. The light becomes a reality when I am kinder, more gentle, more generous, and more merciful than other people. Then something starts to light shine in my life. And this is how we Christians need to be. And this is what we all can be. We can learn from Christ. We can be filled with the, with the Holy Spirit. And uh, you and I as leaders, we can encourage people to be like this. Because to share to share the gospel, you must first, you must win the heart of man. You must win the confidence. I try this myself. I, I'm probably the only one in my neighborhood who invites the neighbors home to me, the neighbors that I don't know. Come home to me, come, come and, and ha have tea. And the, some of them, they get so skeptical when I do this because this is not a common thing to do here where, where I'm living in, in Moscow. Uh, but, uh, and I don't, I'm probably this, I'm sure I'm not the only one who do, but I, I always try to speak to the, when I meet people in shops, to be kind to them, to get to know them. The lady that is sitting in a checkout in the, when I buy, buy groceries, uh, they know me because I speak to them. I uh, try, try to send some friendly words, it even happens some, sometimes when I'm in the shop and they see me, oh, come to my, come, come, come to my checkout, you know, because they, they want to check with me, to, to speak with me because they don't use this kind of, this kind of behavior. Um, but this is something we can train ourselves to do. We need to be different. The people in our church need to be different. They need to be kinder. They need to be more open. They need to learn to speak to people. Because if we develop this kind of lifestyle that's, that, that uh, Jesus spoke about, be merciful as your Father is merciful. Care for people, for people who you don't know. Stop when you see someone that needs your help. Then also Doors are going to open for bringing the gospel to them. Doors are going to open for, for bringing the love of God to them. And, um, and this is the kind of light that, that, that we share together. My daughter, once when we were, we were going home from church and we, um, uh, we stopped to McDonald's, she wanted to buy something. She bought chicken McNuggets. She likes that. And she kept it in a box. And then as we were approaching, we passed the bus station just some hundred meters from her home. And she said, stop, Papa, stop. Uh, and I said, I want to walk from here. Well, why did I say, just stop. I want to walk home. So I let her out in the car and I went home. And then she came a little later without the food. And I said, what... Um, what did you do? And she said, well, I saw a homeless man sitting there and it was cold. So I just stopped and I gave him my food and he was so thankful. And uh, when I thought that, where did, where did you learn this? This you learned in church. Why, why did a teenager do a thing like this? She's been in church. She's heard something. She's seen something. And this is not really common behavior, I believe. And, and this is, this is how we need to be. We need to train our people to do things like this. And then we went back, I and her, the day, the next day, he was still there and we spoke with a man and we got in contact with him and we hooked him up with some people and, and he got a job. And, and well, it's, 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 it's a long story. And but things happen when people care. And um, to be a good leader, then we, we need to 
help people understand that. We have another, so it's kind of also really, really cool story in our church. It was a businessman. He was actually, it was actually McDonald's. He's a McDonald's sermon today. <laughs> and he, he was um, passing through Moscow in his big Mercedes and he stopped to buy some food in a McDonald's restaurant. And, and he, as he was sitting there, he, uh, he saw a young guy and he was there uh, looking for some French fries that somebody had left on the table or, or a piece, piece of food. And he just took it. And, and uh, this man from our church said, hey, come over here. You know, said, sit down. And this young, young guy says, sit down. And, say, and this businessman said, are you hungry? And he said, yeah, I'm hungry. And he bought him food and uh, talked with him and uh, got to know him, hired him in his company and led him to faith. And this young guy became a Christian. That's, that's a great story, isn't it? And again, where did this businessman learn this? How did he did, did become like this? He got it in church. Because somehow the lifestyle of Christ uh, has caught him. And just like doing like probably any other businessman would have done, just thinking about himself, it's thinking his food, moving on. He looked around and the goodness of his heart touched other people. In Philippians, the second, second chapter, and in verse uh, number 15, uh, when I was a youth pastor uh, living in Norway, um, we printed these words on the T-shirts of the, of the youth and made it like a slogan for us. Uh, Philippians 2.15 says um, uh, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God uh, without fall in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. And this is what I really try to preach to the youth when I was a youth pastor. Be a light. Be kinder. Be more good. Be more merciful every morning. Walk out with this mentality. And this is how your light will shine. And this is also what we lead, that people will see something in you and you will guide them to Christ and you will guide them to God. You will guide them to the church. And I believe this is one of the ways that we leaders also can really bring growth to the church and can make the church a vessel of harvest. So that's the common light. This is what we all should do. This is how we all should be. But then there is also this other light that um, that I believe we can think about when Jesus said, let your light so shine. And this is the special things, the special opportunities or the special talents that I have, that every church member has because as a pastor and as a leader, I really want every person in our church also to think about them themselves as something unique. Wow, I have what the pastor doesn't have. I can do what the pastor can do. I have what my neighbor do, does, uh, doesn't have. Because, uh, like Peter says in First Peter four, First Peter four, and um, in verse number, uh, well, verse number ten. This was actually the first verse. I preached from when I started to preach many, many years ago. First uh, Peter 4.10. Um, and as each one has received a gift, minister to one another as good stewards over the manifold grace of God. Each one has a gift. Each one has an opportunity. 
And I believe if you and I as leaders can make people understand that you, you, you can do something special. You are clever at something. Well, let that be computers. Let that be sport. Let that be making clothes. Maybe you can, you speak another language and you can, you can make a language course for other people. I know a person who did that. Uh, uh, and um, they, she was speaking English, grown up lady, and she announced it's a course in English. And a lot of other ladies where she was living, they signed up for this course. And she, she learned to speak English. Say after me, you know, I love Jesus. Well, I don't know how she do, did it, but several of the, pe- of the persons in this uh, course, they became Christians and they, and they joined the church. She, she used what she could do. And, uh, and in this way, I, I want every church member to understand, look for your opportunity. Uh, what can you do that other people can't do? What are you clever at? Uh, what, in what way can, you sh- can your light shine through the gift and opportunities that, uh, uh, that, that you have? It was a man, he visited my office last week and he, he said, Pastor Matsuola, can you pray for me? Uh, because he comes from the elite of Moscow and he said, I, I fellowship with, with some of the absolutely most rich people in the city. And, uh, and I feel I'm called to share the gospel with them, to bring them to Christ. And he asked me the question, do you think that this is God? And I told him, I really believe that this is God. So I prayed for him and the presence of God really came. And uh, because he feels... I have access to these people. Other people don't have. And then there are other people in our church. They are former drug addicts. And, uh, and they go to drug addicts in the city. They know them. They speak their language. They know their problems. And they can lead these people to Christ. They can bring them to a rehabilitation center. Maybe you and I can't do this. Maybe this man who knows these very rich people, maybe he wouldn't have a chance if he tried to, to speak you know, something understandable to a, to a drug addict. Um, but I want people to, to discover that. And, and they work in places, they live in places that, that give that uh, that give them certain opportunities. I, I walked in one day to a big, huge, enormous shop in, in Moscow. It's endless. And and then there uh, was a lady working there. And uh, when I when I met her, she said, Oh, Matsula, welcome. This is my mission field. <laughs> she said, meaning that, that I am here and here I can shine for Christ in a way that, of course, other people in the church can't do because because they are not they are not working there, and um, and again, if you can make the people whom you serve feel special in a good way, if you can make them recognize and discover the gifts and opportunities that they have, if you can inspire them to use these gifts and opportunities and see them as a special trained soldier in the kingdom of God and let your light shine in the place, in the way that you can, then also this will be a great inspiration for them to become a vessel of the harvest, a messenger of God, a fisher of men, or whatever we can call it, to be sent by God to people in this world who needs Christ and who needs salvation. The word light is used by Christ uh, many times in the Bible, speaking about himself as the light of the world, but also speaking about us, saying to us, you are the light of the world. Let your light shine. So as I said in the, in the beginning, regarding us as leaders, but also, of course, regarding all the people in our churches, the question is not do they have a light. They have a light. They have the goodness of God inside of them. They have the spirit of God inside of them. They have the special talents and gifts. They are all there. But it needs to be activated by you. 
You are the pastor. You are the leader. Maybe you're a leader of the home group. I don't know what you are, but you are the one that can make people believe. Yeah, I can be more good. I can be more kind. I can be more merciful than other people because God is inside of me. And then the light starts to shine. And you're the one that can make them think, wow, I have some special gifts. I have some special qualities. I have some special abilities. And you can inspire them to see how they can use this also to to uh, to let their light shine and to be the vessels that God wants us to be. Um, I said during these three podcasts, these first editions that we are making now, that that um, a sound church is a church that is an ev- this, uh, that evangelizes, that reaches out to the lost and keeps on renewing this again and and again. And um, and the people in the church, these are the people that God has. He doesn't have anyone else. It is you and me and the people in our churches. And uh, God doesn't have his own kind of television channel. Uh, Jesus doesn't work on the walk on the earth any longer. It is us. And that is so important that we don't lose the understanding how glorious and how wonderful it is to be a messenger, to be a fisher of men, to be the sent one from heaven. If this stays in the part of our calling, if I think about myself as a pastor, but also as a fisher of men, and if I think about the church and all these things that needs to be happening, happening in the church, we're going, I'm going to speak about every part of church in this podcast. But if you can have this fundamental understanding, there is something that moves us as a fundament. There is a, there is a river of life in the church that comes from the heart of Christ. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whoever believe in him will not perish but will have everlasting life. If this is our fundament, I believe God will bless all the other parts also. May God bless you. May he bless everything you do in your your church. May he strengthen you, give you joy and peace and and new energy and new passion for the days ahead. So thank you for being with us to today. And if you haven't signed up, you can sign up for our, our podcast. You can share, the, share about the podcast with other people. And then looking forward to see you next time. <laughs>